Welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast, the photo imaging industry's leading news source. Here's your host, Gary Peugeot. The Dead Pixel Society podcast is brought to you by Media Clip, Photo Finale, and Advertech Printing. Hello again and welcome to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. I'm your host, Gary Peugeot, and today we're joined by the CEO and founder of Montreal-based company Media Clip, Marianne Duchesne. Marianne, how are you today? Hey, fine. Thank you. Thanks for the invitation. Well, it's great to have you. Listen, a lot of people know the Media Clip name. They're aware of the company, but they may not know about the founding of the company, where it started, and what drove you specifically to found the company. What was the driving force? Yeah, um was kind of by accident at some point. <laughs> I've done my master degree in strategic planning. Mm-hmm. So I worked in strategic planning at Bell Canada, which is a major telco there. Mm-hmm. Um, I had a lot of fun. It was the telco golden years, mm-hmm. the launch of the CDMA, uh, um, cable companies and internet providers acquisition. It was really exciting. Mm-hmm. But then boom, the voice over IP came. And for people who know me, I'm a passionate person. Mm-hmm. And obviously, voice over IP was boring. So I've decided <laughs> that, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it was kind of the same product, just delivered in a different way. Right. So, yeah. So I've decided that it was time for me to have kids. So I went in maternity leave. Mm-hmm. And this is where, in 2005, I was looking to put pictures uh, of my kids on product. Mm-hmm. And I didn't find anything. Uh, designers were either you know too complex or not enough flexible Mm -hmm. so for various products Mm -hmm. so I made a business case and for fun I was in maternity leave so I had some times Uh, (laughs) but you had some business savvy too I mean I mean you have uh, yeah 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 and um yeah and i got meeting with costco walmart loblaws in toronto Mm -hmm. which i was surprised because you know i i thought it was an opportunity if they accept to uh, to my meeting request so i got there and i finally launched a dvd service uh with loblaws Mm -hmm. so people were going on photo lab website upload their pictures uh, choose uh, music and teams i was doing burning the dvds sending back to the stores mm-hmm. um but obviously after a few months you can imagine there was not a lot of volume <laughs> so so so, I, so what was that i mean one of the things that people always talk about with media clip is is sort of the design aesthetic how well things look how well it's designed did you have that even in that first version of the product um yeah but because uh no i designed the uh, it was really a simple html5 form this is not where we really started what we're doing right now all right yeah it was my first baby step in uh, entrepreneurship were you burning discs yourself yeah yeah i did But there was not a lot of volume. So I was going back to be, work to, at Bell. Um, but the thing is, my um, younger son has a physical disability. Mm-hmm. So my job at Bell could not sustain three or four, you know, therapy appointments per week. Okay. So I was pretty lucky because just before I was going back, Fujifilm Canada gave me a call and say, hey, would, did you know someone who can develop a photo book software? So... Wow. I thought it was my chance. 
I decided to launch a company. So I was able to manage my schedule and also grab the opportunity to officially quit my job. So I went to friends who had a company of um, uh, service of development and we built the first version of the photo book. And we've been asked then for a calendar and a card module. Mm -hmm. And I've put all my money <laughs> and my savings on the first photo book module. Uh, so uh, I've decided that, you know, we would throw away everything what we've done and start a new solution to support any type of product. Um, you're right, they, 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 we put a lot of effort on the user experience. Uh, mm -hmm. I would say most, there's two reasons, I think. The first one, I was the user. Right. So I had a development team to build something that I would like to use. Mm -hmm while usually you have developers you know doing things and uh, not letting much to the consumer so th this was the first thing the second one is we develop in flash right and my developers the first one who worked on but they, they most of them still with me and by now i'm lucky but they came from the graphic um from the graphic side of mm -hmm. the yeah. uh, of the prog uh, programmation so we worked together and really it was a really cool application the, mm -hmm. our uh, first module in flash it was really awesome mm -hmm. uh, however uh, yeah <laughs> we had uh, to change everything in 2013 uh, right. moving to html5 yeah because flash today is i mean there was sunsetted you know it's years dead. ago but now it's officially dead yeah yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah, so I started a company and, um, but you know, as a mom at the very beginning, I need to be surrounded by people who I could rely on. Mm -hmm. So this is where Christian and Philip came on board at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. And a little bit later, Marie-Ève joined us. So, how, so how big is your team right now? Uh, right now in Montreal, we have 29 percent. Mm -hmm. Um, we have someone in India, someone in Philippines, and uh, yeah, we are expanding the team. It's pretty hard to find developers in Montreal. <laughs> we have uh, 11 job opening right now. Well, there's a lot of, yeah, Montreal is becoming quite the tech hub these days. And so there's a lot of competition for talent there. Uh, yeah, for sure. We have all the gaming industry in Montreal. We have Facebook is here. Google is here. Mm -hmm. All the, uh, you know, all the studio for the gaming is taking so much, you know, mm -hmm. place. So yeah, it's pretty tough uh, to find developers. Right now, I'm looking to hire in France. So <laughs> oh, wow. yeah, I, yeah. So I'm a, I have a mission right now. We are, um, uh, posting jobs and I'm doing we're doing interviews with uh, with French people that want to come in Montreal so we need to find other ways tell me a little bit about you know you as the customer because it seems to me like a lot of the photo book companies were kind of created from I don't know the technical side from the yeah. marketing side but not from the user side and I think you know nowadays that's more the case I think you know these days but back then that was a pretty that was a yep. different uh, business proposition. Do you have a hard time communicating that to your customers? I would say, you know, it's they, when they played with the software, mm -hmm. they understood. Right. I think that was, I would say, our main USP. Mm -hmm. And I think we had a really, really uh, special UI at that time. Mm -hmm. uh, it 
was really user friendly and everyone could play with it, find easily all the options. And mm -hmm. yeah, it was a pretty cool solution. Um, yeah, that, that I think that's what put us put us on the map, yeah. obviously. Yeah. Yeah. Now, one of the other things that's kind of put you on the map from a technology standpoint has been the ability to, you know, map pictures onto objects. You know, if you're going to make a mug or a keychain or whatever, you're really yeah. among the first companies to 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 offer that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Like I said, after the photo book, calendars, and and cards, mm -hmm. uh, all the photo photo gifts were. Uh, pretty popular mm -hmm. and so we wanted to develop a software that was able to support all those products well, so and that's crazy then just the amount of products available now you must be just updating all that must be funny. that must take 29 people ah uh, that's for sure there's thousands of product within the software mm -hmm. uh, we provide the uh, product to our customers but they build their own as right. well right so we have someone selling, uh, you know, Converse shoes, by example. So he's building his own shoes in the software, okay. which is pretty easy. We provide tools for that. Mm -hmm. So I would say there's no product that now we cannot support. Uh, okay. So very complex product can be supported into the software. So we got Trophy with all the transparencies, then it's pretty cool. I think we did a great job. So one of the things that you mentioned before was, was the pivoting, right? You pivoted off of, uh, you know, um, HTML and you, or Flash, and you had to get an HTML5 and things like that. We've also made a, some other pivots that I think are interesting in the sense that, you know, one time you tried to offer everything in the value chain, including the shopping cart and everything. And, you've, and a few years ago, you pivoted away from that to more of a, a hub approach. Could you talk a little bit about that decision process? Yeah, sure. Um, you know, there was change in the industry where uh, at some point, consumer, consumer were more mature online. They wanted to have the best shopping experience, mm -hmm. even when they were buying personalized product. At the same time, we had retailers who were looking to leverage all the digital mm -hmm. marketing tools that right. were available to grow their business. So, you know, the homemade e-commerce platform, like we tend to use in the photo industry for several years, yeah. we're not efficient anymore. Right. So we had to find a way to uh, have a cloud solution. Right. And we've decided to put that on Azure. So it was really scalable and, you know, all the security and all that stuff. So the, uh, which is called the Media Clip Hub. Uh, could be integrated into any e-commerce platform. So then we develop a Magento, Shopify, and OpCommerce plugin. Right. And coming next week, we're going to launch the uh, new uh, WooCommerce extension as well. So okay. meaning that the integration of the technology takes three clicks. Right. So anyone, I mean, anyone can now sell photo products on their website. And that was the vision that I had. So... Obviously, we had to make the change from the on-premise to uh, a cloud version. Right. And now with the, you know, the scaling of it, we, take, we have so much volume. Last Christmas is, was like crazy. Mm -hmm. uh, we, will, we relied on uh, Azure infrastructure. Okay. So we had no problems dealing with all those volumes. So 
it was a good decision, but it all happened at the same time because when we changed from Flash to HTML5, uh, <laughs> it was pretty tough, to be honest, oh, yeah. because it was art selling and old technology, but the new one was not ready. Right. So yeah, it was tough. Uh, and in this crisis, uh, that was an opportunity for us to rethink the way we were doing things. Mm -hmm. And this is where we come up with the cloud solution. And I think it was the best decision we've taken up to now. Because yeah. I mean, in, one, in some ways, like I've been talking to your staff, they've, it's opened up a completely new customer base in some areas, like non-photo companies, like you said, like you exactly. know, somebody making sneakers, they may be doing all kinds of other things, but they want to offer add personalized products to their portfolio. And now they don't have to redo their end, the commerce side or the shopping cart or, or the marketing. They can just plug your 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 platform in. Yeah. Yeah. We uh we got into uh markets where the photo is used as a media more than a, a souvenir or a final, uh, finality. Right. Um, yeah. So we got customers in, you know, uh, like I said, party supplies uh, in the, in many areas. So mm -hmm. and personalization, obviously, I think that with the COVID, I don't know. We we've seen a lot. I'll give you an example masks mm -hmm. you know last year mm -hmm. everyone it was mandatory to buy a mask a lot of people bought personalized masks and mm -hmm. i think that the people realized that they could personalize uh objects of their er everyday life right so i feel like the personalization and the mask customization trends have left the awareness market phase and are now more getting to a growth phase reaching out the mass market mm -hmm. so I think it's an important step, mm -hmm. especially for the photo industry, because we already, you know, producing and having all those products. But, you know, we think we need to think, you know, over um, the, uh, you know, traditional photo website and market. There are so much opportunities beyond that. Right. It is interesting because, you know, the, the traditional photo market, you know, especially for the personalized photo gifting products, you know, continues to grow. Yeah. but it is interesting to see where, you know, uh, different items like golf balls and different things like that are, can be also personalized. And for many businesses, you know, it's a huge growth area. I mean, when I look at some of the new printing platforms that are coming out, you know, UV printers and things like that, it's really unlimited what you can print on. And exactly. It, and, you know, just think back in the day when, you know, you started, it was, how do we make something on a flat sheet of paper? <laughs> you know? Exactly. Yeah. And it's really, that's, it's really an unlimited market now. So yeah. I also want to touch base a little bit about some of the activities that MediaClip and yourself have been involved in um, to help the next generation of tech. Uh, I don't know what the word I want to use there. I'm going to rephrase the question. The next generation of tech uh, entrepreneurs is is going. Can you tell me a little bit about some of the um, the uh, mentorship activities you've been involved in? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Photo retailers, energize your sales with Share Me Chat, the proven texting platform. Using chat to text on your website keeps your customers connected and buying. 
See us at Pro and IPI to find out why dealers using ShareMeChat close more sales without adding staff. Find out more at ShareMe.chat. Yeah, I think it's really important to support and mentor uh, women so they can access investment and mm. grow their business. Sure. Um, but before getting there, we need to encourage uh, young women at early stage to catch uh, the entrepreneurship virus, I would say. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, we, but we need first to change mentalities toward risk, by example, right. uh, life balance, mm -hmm. hopes, opportunities. We need to provide them role models. Sure. Uh, but there are not many right now. Uh, just to give you an example, in Canada, there's, you know, 21% of all the board seats of the TSX listed company are women. Mm -hmm. And women only represent 4% of CEOs. Mm -hmm. And I think in US, it's a little bit better, but not much. I think it's only 6% yeah, I don't think of it's the very CEO and an S&P 500 that uh, mm -hmm. woman uh, owns um, CEO position. So I've made myself a life goal to spread the world, the word, right. you know, to invest in scholarships and mentor young, young women. So I make a conference uh, in school mm -hmm. to tell them that there are many types of entrepreneurship, many types of business. Mm -hmm. I try to remove the cultural and sexual barriers. Right. Um, and, you know, just tell them that you can have a business and, you know, have a family at the same time. It's just an example mm -hmm. because they're all, you know, there's some stereotype around the entrepreneurship. I think that blocks a uh, young woman to mm -hmm. move toward uh, starting their own business. Uh, and I also try to push young girls to move towards scientific professions. Right. Yeah, because, you know, women in tech are less represented than mm -hmm. in many industry. And just myself, I have a hard time hiring women in my development team. Right. And I think, you know, major part of the future will pass by technology. So as a CEO of a tech company, I think it's my duty to change things. Sure. Like I said, at the very beginning, I started my company in a software development without knowing, you know, how to write a line of code. Mm -hmm. I just see an opportunity to solve a problem mm -hmm. and meet the need. And let's be honest, if I did it, every woman can do it. It's just, we just need to, to, tell, to tell those girls what to do and give them the tools. Mm -hmm. And so we really need a, need a model on, in that sense. So that's why I'm you know, do, uh, giving um, uh, scholarships Mm -hmm. um, can you tell me a little Montreal. bit more about the scholarships that you've you've made some announcements on? Yeah, it, but I yeah, it's part on the FEMARN. FEMARN is um, an organism, uh, a nonprofit mm -hmm. organism that help young ladies uh, in we call it secondary five, which is like high school in right. uh, in US, uh, who wants to go to their prom, but they don't have the money to buy you know the dress, shoes, mm -hmm. and everything. So every year right. we collect dresses and we got sponsorship from L'Oreal and big brands. Right. So the young girls get their dress, get their shoes, they get their makeups and so on. Right. Uh, in the past two years, there were no uh, from night because of the COVID sure, last sure. year and this year it won't be uh, any either. So instead we've decided to give scholarship and okay. it's been years that we're thinking about it. Mm -hmm. And because, uh, you know, like I said, I really want to uh, help young, young women to go into the scientific, you know, professions. 
um, I've launched a $1,000 scholarship. Great. And I will give, uh, you know, mentorship to the, to the young girl that I, going to be selected i did that last year mm -hmm. and it went pretty well because those girls usually they don't have access to the tools and mm -hmm. sometimes they are uh, immigrant so they need some help you yeah. know over over uh, over school just you know to find job and understand how things work and you know really see the opportunities mm -hmm. that are in front of her or maybe just seeing you as an example right can help just having your visibility, because you've been recognized by the province of Quebec, various entities for the company's success. Yeah, yeah, but I don't see myself that I'm not there yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. You've, uh, you've, you've. No, I might be what I've done. I might be what I've done. You know, the business is going well. Mm -hmm. uh, we have good reputation. I have great customers. My employees are happy, mm -hmm. and all, above all, you know, my kids seems normal. <laughs> <laughs> and as happy as teenagers can be. <laughs> so yeah, I was gonna I say did. you started this company when what 2005 and they were young. Yeah, you're you're in the hard years now. You're in teenager world. Yeah, yeah. At the end of it, and my uh, older son is uh, 18 now, so he's going to school, got his uh, first girlfriend. But um, yeah, he, he, he dropped school last uh, at the beginning of the COVID mm -hmm. because he didn't like the uh, you know the um, online learning. Online learning yeah. is pretty tough. Yeah. And my two kids has HDHD, just like me. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty tough to get organized. And he didn't know, you know, where to go, what he wanted to do. So yeah, it took a few months off and I was scared I didn't go back to school, but finally did. So great. Yeah, yeah, yeah COVID's been tough on just students in general. I can't imagine what what it's like in, in houses where they don't have a parent who's as committed to education as you are. I mean, I mentioned it's going, to, it's going to be, a, there's going to be a lot of stories coming out, I think, over the next few months over the impact of COVID on school age kids. Yeah, in college, you hear the dropout is near, 50, I think it's 51%. Wow. It's huge. It's huge. Yeah. Wow. yeah. Yeah, it's unfortunate. So going forward, assuming that the world returns to some sort of normality in 2021 or end up certainly 2022. Uh, what do you see are some of the future positive trends for the industry and for media clip? Uh, I, like I said previously, I think mass customization trend is huge. Mm -hmm. um, and we're getting a lot of, you know, requests from retailers that are in various segments mm -hmm. i think it's very promising uh, and i think that you know my first idea to get everything you know personalized <laughs> we're getting there so mm -hmm. now we have the technology uh for the production we have the uh, you know the online technology as well mm -hmm. so we i've been waiting for the uh, consumer to just realize everything that it can do with it. So, but now it's happening yeah. and it's pretty exciting. I, so I think what's going to be interesting is when personalization becomes more of a baseline expectation of consumers, yeah. like when they buy, let's say, you know, a USB stick and there's an option to customize it just automatically. Yeah. That's one of the options. I think you know, that's going to be where I think the industry is going to have another inflection point upward. Exactly. And this is how I envision the world. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good I, news. 
<laughs> I hope we get there. I hope we get there. Yeah, obviously, but on the core as well, when you think at all the possibilities, uh, you know, to get curtains, to get duvet. Mm -hmm. So you want to redecorate your, your room. Right now, you have to find all matches all together. You know, you have to do a lot of shoppings. Right. Uh, but now, you know, it's the same thing with the software. I'm working hard uh, right now to, you know, our software is really photocentric. Yeah. Uh, but photo can be used as a texture, by example, or patterns or whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So we can use the software. We need to change a little bit the user experience. Yeah. But this is something we're looking at right now. It's just to let you know the user choose from colors, patterns to apply on tissue, on whatsoever. Mm -hmm. So people can you know redecorate the way they want and just sit in front of the computer and just be creative. So yeah, we're getting there. Okay. Well, thank you very much for your time, Marianne, and uh, best wishes for a great 2021. Thank you very much. It's going to be good. It's exciting. Yeah. I'm starting a I feel I'm starting a business right now, obviously. So, and I think to a 2021 will be good for, you know, all of the industry. We just need to open a little bit. Uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Thank you for listening to the Dead Pixel Society podcast. Read more great stories and sign up for the newsletter at www.thedeadpixelssociety.com.